0: Kwama, welcome back to the Team Ghana You podcast, by Sides, where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion and wanting more information. In our August article, 16 months, the topic was Where is Ghanaian football 60 months before Qatar 2022? And whether a change in new blood is needed before the World Cup in Qatar? In our follow up article, 16 months, part 2, Fantasy Football, we created a backdrop for you being in charge and being able to select those capped and uncapped that included the Diaspora and players like Hudson-Odoi. You can find the details on our website. Well, our article 16 months part 2, Fantasy Football, was in part make-believe, but at the same time something that we could actually potentially work to. But after an international break, that question in regards to the direction of Ghanaian football is well and truly a reality. So where do we go from here? Ghana fell to a 1-0 defeat to South Africa and Johannesburg in our World Cup qualifier. It wasn't a loss, it was the manner of the defeat. A poor performance which led to Charles Okonor to lose his position as head coach. This brings us back to square one. Things looked promising at the end of 2019. President Kurt Okraku came in with the slogan, Bring Back the Love. Programmes restarted FCU football, and the Under 17s recaptured the AFCON's title. But there have been drawbacks, the recent match fixing scandal, which we covered. But as well as this, performances for the national team have been lethargic, with the performance against South Africa being the lowest point. Today's a sounding board, but with the dismissal of the head coach, let's play fantasy football for real. Visit our article, 60 months, part two. Send us your squads and send us your thoughts. But let's look at the squad's potential, even if it's in brief. We are 15 months before Qatar 2022 and less than four months before the AFCONs in Cameroon. Do we look short term or long term? Personally, I would have a short to medium term view of the AFCONs with an eye on the World Cup and the future. I think we're at a point where we actually need to start again, start again. And I think with the president only coming in less than two years ago, I think now is a great time. There's been long conversations in regards to integrating players from the Ghanaian Premier League into their national side. Of course, the players need to be good enough. However, there are players for the youth sides which have performed well, which now will be a good time to introduce them. And with those individuals, I'd like to highlight the future. There are individuals like Kamal Deen, Owusu, Kudis and Mohamed Salisu who I don't understand why he's not made an international debut as of yet. A player who played for Vaya Dhalid and is currently playing for Southampton in the Premier League. He's got loads of experience and bags of potential, and alongside him, there's no reason why we can't play him alongside Joseph Idri, who plays for Celta Vigo. With that being said, there's plenty of potential across the whole squad. I've literally just covered Kamal who is a fantastic player who was covered by Ajax and Manchester United over the summer, who is currently playing for Rennes. There's a Wusu, who's currently playing in Saudi Arabia, if I'm correct, and I think he's a fantastic player who plays in the wide areas. Then there's Kudus Mohammed, who was playing for Norjulin and is currently playing for Ajax and is currently ripping up in the area de Vizier. He's a player of enormous potential who I believe we need to kind of let go and allow him to develop and, and, and give him more game time in the national side. But alongside him, we forget we've got current players like Thomas Partey. And I know we've discussed players like this before, but certainly there's experienced players such as Andre IU, et etc., etc., etc. And Mikasa, who's still got legs in him and is playing for the national side. I think those individuals with potential and flair, alongside those with experience, I think would be a great blend. But let me move on to the future. Or well, I guess why we actually based our article, 16 months Part 2, Fantasy Football, on these individuals, or not necessarily these individuals, but I guess what would be described as, no pun intended, a fantasy in including players such as Brian Bobby, who played for Ajax and is, I think, is currently playing for Leipzig. Hudson Adoy who is rumoured to be potentially switching his allegiance, who currently plays for Chelsea, a player of enormous potential. Then there's Nico Williams, who recently received the under-21 cap for Spain. Then there's also his brother, Inyaki Williams, who's about 25, 26, maybe even 27. He's got fantastic experience, obviously, in La Liga. But at the same time, great pedigree. And I think he'll be a, a major and enormous... Not not even potential, because I think his potential has almost been realised. But at the same time, I think he would be a great asset for the side. A great focal point. I think we've got great players, but I'm unsure we've got a focal point. And on the subject of focal points, another player, there's Eddie Nketiah. Who, again, very, very young, but at the same time, I think he's got bags of potential. Can't play for Arsenal, not getting the game time he probably wants... And in some respect, may deserve certainly at the back end of last season or certainly at some points last season I think he's someone who's got loads and loads of potential and I think obviously he's someone who's recently I think broken the record for the amount of goals scored for the under-21s for England so you know goals is in his repertoire Before we leave I'll give you my fantasy football squad and lineup. The football in our squad hasn't been progressive for a while and with what was renewed optimism with the under-17s victory in the Afghans I've gone for a more youthful squad with balance Check out the rules on our website at TeamGhanaEU.com so, peak my squad. I've named this squad with a view that it can be changed following the international break in November. So, my 23 man squad, and this was a view of after the game against South Africa, is. Goalkeepers, three goalkeepers Richard Afori, Lawrence Atizigi and Ibrahim Dungad. My defenders Tariq Lamti, Mohamed Salasou, Gide Mensa, another good player, Joseph Ido, Baba Rahman, very experienced, Nicholas Apoku, Alex Jiku, and Andy Yeardham. Midfielders, Daniel Marty, again very experienced. Mohamed Kudus, amazing player, great player with great potential. Wakaso again experience. In regards to obviously the rules in the setup, I've added Callum Hudson odoi Kamal Dean, Thomas Partey, and Tariq Fosu. Forwards, I've gone with Eddie Nketiah, Jordan Ayu, Andre Ayu, Inyaki Williams, and Samuel Wusu. There are a number of players I've left out, but again obviously it's a 23 man squad, and obviously with the international break coming in November. There's room for improvement, obviously, for me to update my squad, but at the same time, I think it provides balance and ho- hopefully a bit of potency as well. My starting lineup, and this is all with a view to the AFCONs coming up and also Qatar. So I've gone with my goalkeeper being Lawrence Atizigi. My defenders, I think I've gone for a 4 3 3, so I've gone with Baba Rahman, Tariq Lamti, Mohammed Salasu, and Joseph Idu. I think that's a very strong back four, which has a lot of good balance in the wide areas. Now, my midfielders, I've gone for a very strong midfield, so I've gone Thomas Partey. Mohamed Kudus and Deen. Again, I was a bit torn as to whether I should have added Daniel Martin in the midfield to add a bit more still, and whether I should have added maybe a bit more flair in the front three. But to my front three, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Samuel Wusu, and Iniaki Williams. Again, a relation obviously I mentioned I was torn. I was a bit torn. I was torn as to whether I should have added the Ayu brothers. Definitely Andre Ayu because I think he's got maybe a bit more balance and a bit more versatility than his brother Jordan. Uh, but that is my lineup for today, well that's my lineup at this moment in time and hopefully obviously between now and November or after November I will change that. Well you never know, it may remain the same. Just like my squad, the Ghanaian national team currently has someone temporarily in charge. So hopefully, which is a manager's dream, the squad actually give me a bit of a headache in regards to selection and we can change that. There are a number of players to which I haven't selected, those obviously who haven't been capped, but at the same time those who are currently playing in the Ghanaian Premier League and those who have played for the U sides, those have great potential. But as I said, Come November, or even closer to the AFCONs, there may be change. Send us your squads, send us your thoughts. Again, today was just a sounding board in regards to I think what we should do going forward. Should we rip it up and put all our eggs into one basket in regards to going after the AFCONs and certainly looking forward to the World Cup in 2022? Send us your squads, send us your thoughts. That's it for this week's episode. We'll be posting as usual via social media, keeping up with the stories as unfold in the coming weeks. As you know, it's been a very busy week with the departure of our head coach. But as always, if you've got any questionable queries, email us at teamgarnau at gmail.com or tweet or DM us at teamgarnau on IG or Twitter. Thank you. Take care. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks.